AfterBuzzers, welcome to Season 1, Episode 9 of Rise, Totally Hosed. Today we're going to be talking about Macius finally leaving the nest. We're also going to be talking about Robbie's mom's struggle with ALS. And finally, Tracy's backroom deal. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What a beautiful song in honor of Rise. Perfect song. Um, A lot happened in this episode, and I felt like it was like about a lot of loose ends finally being tied up. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But first, I'm your host, Mina Wahab, and to my left, we have Shay. Hi, guys. And Becca. Hello, what is up? (laughs) And uh, Justin and Taylor aren't here today, but they will be joining us next week, so stay tuned for that episode. Uh, But first, let's get into overall thoughts about this episode. What... What did you think overall? Like, how do you feel after watching that? I'm upset that they try to censure a musical. I really am really upset by that fact. Especially after seeing it, I'm just like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay money for this. I'm sorry to tell you this. <laughs> I really wouldn't. They kept taking away tiny little pieces, and by the end of it, okay, just why don't you just change the entire play by now? I pay yeah. money because it's like a comedy routine. <laughs> a bad one. I mean, maybe if I was going to watch something bad, like knowingly, I might put money down on that. <laughs> yeah, but with those, it has to be, like, so terrible that it's okay to watch. Like, Disaster Artist. Well, The Room. I mean. I have never seen it. Like I can't. It has to get, like, that cult following where you purposely go see it because you know how bad because it is. Right? The one that has like good that. singing, so. But the thing is, like, when people, for some people, like, people say, oh, this is terrible. But for you, you might think, oh, it's good. So it, it always depends on who, like, who thinks what's terrible. What's terrible for you and what's terrible for me are two different things. Art is very subjective. That's true. That is correct. Uh, but what's not subjective is how sad it is that Macius is leaving the nest. Well, I guess that's technically subjective, too. Um, but He's he, not leaving no nest. He, he finally gets to be reunited. I mean, his new nest. Yeah, he finally gets to be reunited with his biological mom, but at the expense of leaving the Mizzou family. Did that pull at your heartstrings at all? I don't want him to leave. I think it's good for him to be with the the Mizzou family. Yeah, you know, I feel that. And Shay He's also bonded. during watching watching the show behind the scenes, um, she was saying like, "Is it weird if he gets with the sister if he becomes adopted?" And I was like, "Ew, Shay, stop! <laughs> Let's not go there." No, I'm just, well, obviously she has a crush on him, and obviously she does want him to stay. So the thing is, if he's adopted, technically they're not breaking no rules, because it's not by blood. But that was just, that, that was just a passing thought that I had. It's still weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it still feels it's like... something they might tap into. We never know siblings. on Rise, you know? Yeah. We never know on Rise. What's going to happen season they try, two, true. three? Um, <laughs> they try to cover every issue along <laughs> the entire spectrum of issues. That's why it seriously reminds me of Seventh Heaven so much. It's so reminiscent of those shows where they're like, let's put in an abortion, let's put in this, let's put in this stereotype and tackle this. Uh, and they do it well. They do. They, they do. do. That's what I like about the show. Um, but you know who's even better at tackling issues? Who talks about every issue along the spectrum of issues, especially when it comes to issues in Hollywood? If we don't know, you're about to tell us. <laughs> Maria Menudos. That's right. And for those of you in our audience who want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life, we have got the podcast for you. So it's called Conversations with Maria Menounos, Podcast Edition. 
And it's hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Kind of like Macius, the big big, big brother, brother, big sister, oh. big sibling. It's all the same hey. thing. So just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free, you guys. F-R-E-E, free. free. Can't get a better deal than that. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know that it was us, the Rise After Show panel, that sent you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Check it out. Yeah, guys, you should definitely check it out. It's some, Seriously, it's like kind of life-changing sometimes you're just listening. She, like, gives you, like, she gets you. I'm like, you will get caught up, and it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, you know, I would want Maria Menounos to adopt me, kind of like how Mages is getting adopted. That's <laughs> quote-unquote adopted, yeah. probably. Mages is getting adopted. I need Maria to adopt me, so I'm I'm putting this out into the universe right now. Maria, if you're <laughs> watching, Maria. adopt me to Rob. She's going to be like, who is this girl? I, I, need, I need to run <laughs> for my girl. life now. Um, let's talk a little bit about Gwen and Gordy, because we we felt the intensity of their passion in episodes past, but now we have no, this new not. issue of, oh. is Gordy out of Gwen's league? Becca. I mean, I don't think so. I haven't seen it in past episodes, to be honest. You haven't seen The Passion? No, I haven't seen it in past episodes that, like, oh, like there's any sort of like out of her league. Okay. I mean, I don't understand where it came from, to be honest. Well, is Gail out of Lou's league? He yes. says he is, and so does Gail, but, like, do you think, do you see that at all? Probably for when they I first mean, met. Probably, definitely. Probably, yeah. Lou's a, like, a little nerdy. You like, can work on it. <laughs> okay, work so, on it. Make it work. So what about Gwen and Gordy, then? Do you see um, what, do you kind of see what they're saying, or is it because I, they see their son differently from how everyone else sees him? I feel... Probably the second. I seriously feel that the fact that and it might have if she was still the Gwen when the show first started. Maybe. If she was, like, that same person. But obviously she's not now. Yeah. So I also see that very much shifting in the sense of maybe even Gordy's too good for her in the shift of things now. He's not hiding anything about himself a little bit anymore. He understands he has a problem that he's trying to deal with. Mm-hmm. So in the sense, maybe it's reversed. In a way, they're meeting in the middle, right? Because yeah. Gordy's, like, trying to better himself after, like, coming down, and Gwen has always been, like, this perfect, pure, goody-two-shoes that has no hardships or struggles, and now she's, like, been faced with something very difficult for someone of her age to deal with. Yeah. It's having parents that have split due to cheating and infidelity, so now she's kind of, like, coming back down, and they're kind of, like, weirdly meeting in the middle in this, like, strange dynamic. Each other. I love their talk, though. He's just like, if I... If I was going to stalk anybody, I mean, I you're pretty stalkable. I was just like, like, not even, like it's not fantastic. something to be creeped out about. It's something just like, 
Dang. That's the ultimate swag. Like, that is funny. Nobody could have pulled that off the way he did. Because he started off being like, no, I'm not stalking you. So, first of all, there's, like, three facets to this whole dynamic. There's the fact that he's opening up and becoming vulnerable. Kind of like how Lou is telling... Uh, talking to him at the diner, saying, with your mom, I really opened up to her about my family. Like, that's kind of how I won her over. So he does that. He opens up to her. And then he says, by the way, like, I'm not here for you. So the second part, playing it cool, kind of removed. (laughs) Third part, showing a little bit of interest, a little bit of swag, showing that, like, he still wants her, she's still cute, she's still desirable, by saying, yeah, but, you know, I'm not stalking you, but if I were to stalk anyone, you're pretty stalkable. And then just a little, like, kind of, like, eye thing, and then walks away. I'm like, you nailed that in every single way. No one could have done that better. What I loved is the fact that he actually went and said, he, like, she said, you know, I know we had a moment, we had a night together, trying to make it seem like it's all about her. And he brings it back in a, like, in very polite, gentlemanly way, saying, it's not all about you. Mm-hmm. I am still a person. Oh, I'm the other side of this whole facet that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about you. I'm dealing with my own stuff. But you can't see that because you're going through your own stuff, but I'm not trying to put that on you either. But he also said that he enjoyed it, which I thought was so sweet. That was He's like, it like, wasn't just like a fling. Like, I actually really enjoyed the time we spent together. By even a campfire. Each other. Yeah, by a campfire. Like we said in past episodes, like, they helped each other, I think, go through the struggles they were going through at the time. Yeah. Because both of them have had to, had their lives change, change in an insane amount in the past nine episodes. I totally, I totally agree. I wish uh, Gordy could kind of step in and become more involved in the play in a different way. Me too! Like, I kind of I want to see that. him as like a background actor or something where he gets a little, like I gets to dabble a little bit in that. So like hopefully next season we can see see that part of him blossom a bit more so it's not just football. He'll kind of like pull a Robbie and, you know, yes. <laughs> become this actor persona. Um, but let's talk about the play a little bit because now everyone at Scranton or Stanton. Stanton. Yeah, the, sorry. The two thinking, thinking about Close. the office right now <laughs> and, and Dwight and Mike. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, so they're in the process of revamping the show for the principal and it, at this point, it feels like complete censorship. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they're, like, changing everything about it. I believe the principal says something like, uh, we just need you to take out uh, anything that's related to homosexuality, so anything it's like a long to list. abortion, sex, kissing. Same-sex kissing. Same-sex And at that point, I'm like, do you understand Swear what this play is about? Um, I really need you to... You know what this play is about, right? You took everything about this play that was about... And tried to PG it, and it yeah. comes off. They changed totally Lillette's wrong. dress, which you had an issue with. I did. You said, well, how come they didn't change Gwen's dress? They Gwen's dress is just as short. Although honestly, I don't, care. I don't know if it's because she's taller or not, though. I think that Lillette's dress was a little bit more sexy and like scandalous it, than because Gwen. the straps. That, yeah, that's what I said. It's the spaghetti <laughs> straps that make it sexy. But I with Gwen, she was wearing I also this grumpy with thing that was like really loose Long and it wasn't form fitting. Yeah, and yeah, it was but short, sexy, but it's like it was it was sack. It was still the same thing. Like there's different versions of sexy. Like <laughs> legit, okay, so it has strapless. Okay, that's one thing, and that's sexiness, all right. But so whatever, what 
dress Gwen was wearing, that is sexy in its own different way as well. I also think it's because not only was it sexy, but she was like rubbing herself yeah. like this and just like <laughs> stop with the rubbing. So then she um, goes to Gwen's mom and has her adjust the dress. And during that moment, they have this beautiful heart to heart where, you know, they're kind of talking about the whole cheating thing that happened and Lola apologizes and Gwen's mom's like, you're not your mother. Yeah. You're a beautiful, bright light. Tell me a little bit about your thoughts when you were watching this conversation unfold. It, it's sad. She feels like she's responsible for her mother mm-hmm. in every way, shape, and form because, like, she's the one calling her mother, texting her mother, trying to see where her mother is, too. Yeah. And her mom's not reciprocating. Yeah. She's she's punishing her for how she but, acted. But, but that's not a mom. It's, it's more, right I now. mean, it's how a child would act. That, yeah. She's she not. was a child when she had a lit, so, I mean, A, that's all I'm going to say on yeah. that situation. But what do you think about the conversation between, like, that dynamic between Gwen's mom and Lillette and the words sweet. Gwen's mom spoke to her? I loved it. I really enjoyed it because I feel like at that moment, Lillette actually did, she needed a mom's touch. And obviously, since her mom is a little MIA right now, she can't really get that. <laughs> and hearing it from another person, especially Gwen's mom, who was also affected by mm-hmm. what happened? It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Especially if she's singing "Mama," like, and it relates to her life, and she has to like sing it, feel it, deal with it every day for like however long her mom's been gone for, and then she gets to talk to Gwen's mom about everything, which is this very cathartic release, you know? Yeah, finally. I, I mean, the poor girl. She's in high school and she's being the adult. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more about the censorship aspect of the show and um, kind of like the, the dynamic between Simon and Jeremy. Because that was a big deal. I wish, yeah. we I wish we saw this episode last week so we could have talked to... To Sean about to, yeah, it? Yes. To Jeremy. Yeah, Sean Grandillo. I want to know what he would have had to yes. say about that. I thought Simon was amazing in this episode. Shay agrees with me, obviously. <laughs> I warm up to him a little bit more. Um, I I get it because his obviously his family is very messed up. Yeah, but it's something like something his dad said that it got me thinking, and he's just like I made compromises for my family. Mm-hmm. And when you say things like that, it's just so you're you're disregarding your own happiness mm-hmm. for your family, which. It's going through its own miserable time. And mm-hmm. you're hoping that after the play's over, maybe that we'll go back to the way we were. But I feel like the crack has already been, like, set. And it just needs, like, one more thing to, like, bust it open before everything's going to split apart. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, he thinks it's just going to be, like, he's putting on a brave face family. and a smile. And he thinks it's just going to go away and things are going to... And the kids know. Revert. But, yeah, they do. And, and they feel the tension and... I mean, do you think Simon's dad is gay? Yes. Like, still? If yeah. if not, there's something else that's going he on. He got some kinky Big features time. on himself, if that's the case. Because if it's seriously, if it's not that, it has to be something pretty extreme where he's just like... Because when you're that rigid and that tightly wound and then you use religion as a way to just... You use it as a way... Oh, what's the word? I had it. And you use it as a way to... Dumb. Not justify. Justify. Or to justify your decisions you're making. Mm-hmm. Because this is what the Bible says. And if the Bible says this, 
then I can't go against it because obviously they're very Catholic, like Simon says. So I just think of Simon says now. Okay, really, uh, really. Okay, cool. But like, but when you're like really that that religious, Mm -hmm. and like it could have been not even just like um, how he teaches Simon's could have been what his dad was taught when he was growing up. So it's also like a cycle that he doesn't even know how to break. Mm -hmm. So it just keeps going in a vicious cycle. That cycle's gonna like spin off the rails very very soon. Right. Whether it's you or the mom. Or the daughter, or Simon. Somebody's gonna bust a crack through a window mm-hmm. and just say, "Look, I understand. My family is important to me. We're not saying that family should not be important to anybody. Mm-hmm. We're saying is your family can be important to you, but your happiness is just as important. Yeah, because his happiness is or his I not. Need to, I need to like his put lack this of happiness. In a quote of the day on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I need right his now. His lack of happiness Full is set. messing up the whole family. It really I is. Know. I'm like. The whole morning of oh, do you want French toast? Oh, darling, how are you doing? Um, let me help you with your let me help you with your homework, sweet. I am sorry. I just I I fake would lose my mind. Make it. Fake it till you make it. They've been faking it. The faking has it's to not stop. Working. Like after that fight, I don't I don't see how you could fake it some more. Yeah. Because at that point, I am. It almost I am felt done. It, it felt Stepford Stepford wives, but I have to say like Stepford husband because it was just like. Let me just, like, put up this facade of perfection because I don't want to face reality because reality is too brutal and harsh and that introspection might just kill me. I I think my favorite part about Simon's family in this episode was Simon and his sister. Yeah. Simon comforting his sister was the sweetest thing ever. Oh, and he's like, you could just come live with me. Yeah. (laughs) That was the sweetest moment. Like, it really was. And... She trusts him so much, so... And it's interesting, that just dynamic, because, you know, Mm -hmm. she has Down syndrome, it seems like, and that's... But she's a high-functioning one, too, so... Yeah. It's a very interesting concept for this family, especially, because they're all about perfection. Mm Mm-hmm. And and not to say nothing's wrong with her at all, because it's not. She's beautiful, and she's so talented. Like, I feel so... I feel so much when I see her on screen, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, when you're in that situation, like, I feel like she's super sensitive to feelings, especially. Yeah. She so when you're that sensitive, and you know something's amiss, yeah, like it really, it's, it really is a, it's gonna affect you. Mm-hmm. And and I think I think really the parents really need to have to have a sit down. Like you really need to sit down because you're not touching me. There's no intimacy. There's no tenderness. Yeah. There is no what a marriage should be. I should say. Like, not even trying to be, like, idyllic perfection, separate wivey type relationship. But the basis of a functioning, healthy relationship and love life. Yes. What that's supposed to look like. And that if that's what you're missing, and you're not getting to understand Catholic, they don't believe in divorce. Mm-hmm. Y'all are really going to have to They don't believe in a voice? Divorce. Oh, divorce. Okay. They don't believe in divorce. Yeah. And obviously, for Simon's situation, that's going to be really tough if they do decide to go in that realm. Mm-hmm. Because... The walls really just gonna crumble around you. Like yeah. you really have to face reality at that point. You do. That's that's one hundred percent true. And I think you know grappling with reality is really difficult, especially for someone like Robbie who has to deal with his mom who is dealing with ALS, which is a terrible, terrible disease, and with no cure in sight. Yeah, the absolutely no grace. cure. Um, <laughs> I it, almost it means cried. She basically like her her muscles it's are atrophying and she's withering away. And he asks her to still come to the play, and she says she will. And 
just that whole scene, I my mascara started running. I had to go to the <laughs> restroom before the show and, like, wipe it off. Because it was really heartbreaking. And especially, like, when he goes to Lalette beforehand and says, I know you don't need me. I need you right now. And she just holds him right. and comforts him. That moment was so genuine and raw and beautiful. And I feel like it was one of those raw moments on the show where, like, I genuinely like, felt, like, so intensely in my heart watching it play out, especially with the mom and the let, where I was like, wow, this scene is powerful. Like, yeah. this is, like, really hitting me in my heart right now. And he had a lock. He was just like, can't, so much like can I just on. do this for you? Like, <laughs> you already know what I said, but I can't say it on the show. Um, <laughs> but at that point, um, yeah. Robbie gets all the love at that moment because, cause, you know, Robbie comes... He sees, like, um, the manager landlord, like, yelling at Lalette. You have a grown man yelling at a 16-year-old, 15, 16-year-old. I have an issue with that as well. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I don't care. If you're upset with my mom, I get it. That does not mean give you the right to yell at me when I'm underage, one. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, come on. Like, I was with Robbie at that point. I'm like, yeah, Robbie, handle your business. Please handle this business for my life today. Just handle him. I know he's a grown man, but handle him. I was scared. <laughs> I, I like. I understood where Lilette was coming from with that because it felt like she didn't want him to create like this whole fuss, especially when she's More living drama. home alone. That is true. You know, yeah. and this old man knows where she lives. It has a key. So oh my god! Like that is terrifying. So I'm so glad Robbie bought her that like little lock thing, the chain lock. Yes. Like that's so old school, but I love this little chain locks where you the open watch. it and you're like, who is? That? I just like that he's handy like that. Yeah. Like I'm just like, dude, how many facets do you have? Yeah, I, I like that too. I, and it's weird because I, you know, he kind of like in a weird way, has everything... I don't want to say has everything handed to him, but, like, in terms of socioeconomic status, he comes from a pretty, like, high-class family that has a lot of money. Like, we saw their house. We saw how his dad is. They're a little bougie. He has, like, his stepmom. His mom, on the other hand, like, feels very down-to-earth. And I don't know how much of that is, like, how she's always been or if it's, like, sometimes when people go through, like, traumatic experiences and experience illness or cancer or anything, (sighs) then they start to become down-to-earth because they realize their own mortality. So it could be her personality, it could be situational, but we just, like, notice, like, this down-to-earth, beautiful, genuine person, and kind of, like, the dad, who's not a bad person, but just is a little bit more really more good. bougie and, like, focused on, like... <laughs> Self-absorbed. The, the yeah. end, the end goal, kind of. So for me, it's so surprising to see that Robbie is so diverse in his talents, and... Not just that he's talented at everything, but the fact that he has the heart to back it up. Yeah. That's very rare. I think it's the mom's personality for sure. Like, her real personality. Mm Because it seems like he was raised on that. Yeah. Totally. Doesn't seem like a new thing that he's trying to pick up. I mean, what do you think their dynamic was like beforehand? Because we never really see much of it. We just know what they're like at this point, and we don't see enough of their relationship, but we see enough of it to know that they're very close, and Robbie loves his mom more than anyone. I feel so like it's what do you think? than the other, than the dad and stepmom. You think so? Probably. Oh, definitely. For sure. He shaded his dad in a rap song the first what time we saw him. What do you think happened between them? I feel like maybe when when she got sick, when his mom, yeah, when his mom kind of got like they first got diagnosed, maybe the dad couldn't really handle that, like not having that, you know, that that trophy wife next to him. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we don't we don't know, you know, how they divorced or if they're like obviously they're divorced, but how the stepmom came into play. But she's definitely younger. Mm -hmm. 
than the mom. She's definitely younger. So I'm just like, at that point, like, we he's not a bad guy. Yeah, But he not. is, he, he feels, I feel like the dad is all about looks and appearances and how he should, you know, be presented to the town. He doesn't right. have the heart. <laughs> I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it, it totally does make sense. It's like the, it's kind of like Simon's dad. Like the facade is more important the reputation. than the actual reality. And yeah. that's, cares about the reputation. Kind of a lot of people, not a, not everyone, but like there's a lot of people who are like that in the world where it's about status, reputation, how you're perceived yeah. by other people instead of living life for yourself. But uh, the one person who I feel like is trying to live life for herself is Tracy. But she does, <laughs> she does struggle with making the the moral decision I should say um, and and we see her kind of you know helping Lou with revamping the whole show and then we see a little moment that I had to rewind while watching because I didn't I catch, can't it, catch the first it either time. but we see a moment where the principal kind of pats her on the shoulder and Lou catches this strange interaction which I don't even know how he's that perceptive to catch something like that but Lou catches it and he immediately addresses Tracy after and says, what was that between you and the principal? Are you getting some sort of side deal out of this? I was shocked to call that. Wow. Mm-mm. I need your thoughts. I, I'm going to let you guys go first because I have, I have things to say. So <laughs> I, already know, I already know part of your reasoning, but I mean, do you think what Tracy did, I should be more specific I, with my question, do you think what she did was immoral or... It was out of character for her to kind of, you know, make the changes necessary so that she can take Lou's place when she was already the drama teacher to begin with. I don't think she wants to take his place. I think, well, like, I get that she was the drama teacher to begin with and she liked that position back, but I think they actually have, like, a good thing going working together. So I don't think it's about taking his place. I think it's about just she should have maybe communicated and told him what was going on maybe she hadn't decided maybe she hadn't decided if she was gonna take that deal and she was just playing it by ear and trying to make the principal happy maybe she wasn't even gonna take that offer you never know okay shay is skeptical she i saw your little eyebrow raise and i I can feel the the sass that you're giving me right now (laughs) tell us sass um no seriously okay i what I have an issue with for Tracy in this whole realm was the fact that if you really, you told the principal, I'm not going to do this without Lou. I will, you know, I'll take control and I'll, but I'll bring Lou in. Okay, I was like, yeah, Tracy's going to tell him. She never told him. My issue with that is the fact that you you set up a deal to talk about after the show, but you were just going to make like everything was still okay. Like, it's not okay. Like, Obviously, you know, Luke can be obsessed about the vision that he wants for the show, and it can be very annoying at times, but that's what makes him such a good director as well. He he knows how to bend and when when he needs to. But, like, that doesn't mean you go behind his back and say, oh, you know, I'll, if, I'll help you, you know, Principal, I'll help you with this, and then I'll get your spot. Because two things for me. Mm-hmm. She wasn't the director. Mm-hmm. There was somebody else. Mm-hmm. I think somebody got fired or they died or something like that. I can't remember the first episode. <laughs> I re- no, I, really, I can't Two remember the reason. outcomes. Either got fired or died. Okay. I can't remember the, re- the reason they said the first episode. I really can't right now. I wish I could. Um, okay. But that person 
passed away or got fired, something such a situation, which is why Lou went to the principal and said, hey, can I have this spot? Because she didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Number two, I give Lou props for not being like, the principal gave it to me because he did not want you to have it. That's something he could have just threw out there in but anger, and he never true, did. Though. Yes, it was. The principal actually said that to Lou the first episode. He said what? That he didn't want Tracy to have He couldn't stand Tracy. Yeah. He didn't like her when she was a student there. He doesn't like her now as a How teacher. Are you, the, you guys remember this? This actually yes. happened? I don't remember that. That's crazy. So that is, un- like, that's why I have to give a little props for that, because if I'm angry at you, and I got ammunition to explode out of my mouth, I will use it. You're going to be like, he didn't even want you. And then, like, <laughs> but, like, I give him props for keeping that to the full, like, I also feel like if he would have said that, she'd have been even more hurt. And she still, they both still got hurt. Like He's, he's a, okay, honestly, Lou's already done enough damage. I'm, I'm going to have to, like take the counter argument here okay how many times has lou disregarded tracy's vision her input anything she said walked away in anger shut her up when she's talking interrupted her like what i'm doing right (laughs) but how many times has he done that and tracy still puts up with it she still deals with it and she still helps him to the best of her ability without complaining. But he changed the norm of the theater department at the school, to well, be honest. He which, did. Which is something is she true. probably wanted to do, yeah. but she didn't do. Or she probably wouldn't have done. Because it's Because she risque. had favorites. Oh, I see what you're saying. She's been in it for a while. Okay. Because okay. Gwen so there's, there's was good her and bad. lead. There's good and bad to each of these. I honestly would have loved to see a little bit more of Gwen. Um, oh, me too. She has a fantastic voice. Yeah, she really does, and I love her character. Amy. Actually, well, I loved hearing Sasha sing. I will say that. Like, that song would be so powerful if they can sing oh, yeah, it the way it needs too. to be sung. They need to have a duet. They do. That is a duet. Voice battle. No, between oh. Gwen and Lillette. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're not going to see that yeah. this season. They, they need that. But that would be interesting to just watch. Um, do that with Lillette. Do that. Okay. I'm wow. Keep the puns coming. Wow. Yeah. I, just, I live for Shay's facial expressions. Like, we got to zoom in on that right Could now. Could it be? <laughs> okay. Go um, ahead. I, I f- but yeah, so, so overall thoughts about Tracy's actions. Shady or in Could the right? Could have handled it better. I definitely just feel like she could handle it better because if she, if she would have been more upfront with Lou about it, I don't think it would have mattered so much now. The fact that they had to change so much, been mm-hmm. like, hey, he tried to, he's trying to get me to take over after this show after you make the changes. I am mm-hmm. just telling you, let's tell, but we do have to make the changes regardless of if I take the deal or not. Yeah, got it. Well, it, I just feel like they're, they're all, like they're all grown ups, but also I feel like especially when you're teaching high school. You legit start acting like you're in high school as well. Like, you're right. a high school student again. Well, now she's out of the picture again. So we see. So, yeah. Nah. So, so it appears. Nah. Probably not, but I want to see what you guys think when we get into predictions right now. <laughs> I have a good prediction. Predictions. 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 Okay. <laughs> predictions. Okay. So, um, yeah, let's talk about this. Uh, what do you think is going to happen next week? Is Tracy going to... <laughs> yeah, you're like, I have a big wait. It, can I? Yeah, I have a big one. Okay, I think the students are gonna change the the uh, play back to normal without confronting Lou and Tracy. Damn. And we talked about this, so they said it too. Okay. 
I actually agree with that assessment. Um, definitely <laughs> because, or if even if they don't, like Simon's definitely going to kiss Jeremy regardless. Oh, oh yeah, we already see um, that because it's all in the promo. The teaser. So that yeah. is really. I'm looking forward to that. They like are just like my favorite couple right now. Yeah, and they have the best kiss. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, as for. I feel like true. Uh, well, I say true. Oh, I'll put Tracy and Lou together. That's what happened. True. Um, <laughs> uh, Tracy and Lou are gonna have a full on heart to heart, and just you know be adult about it because legit, you spent three months of your life working on the show. You really think you're gonna give it up like the the day before, two days before maybe opening night curtains call? Come on now, it's gonna be really hard. It's gonna be hard, and I. But also, I really hope. I want to just predict. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I hope so. Lilette, mom, mm-hmm. she makes an appearance. Vanessa comes back. She yeah. better. She has to. She, uh, we hope. I just and I also just really pray and hope that you know Robbie's mom make it to like the finale because oh. I know I'm gonna cry if I something feel, happens. I don't know why. Part of me is like just to make it even more dramatic. Like she's gonna have some sort of complication mid show. And then Robbie, like I feel like it's gonna be something no, no, super no, no, dramatic no, 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 where they no. have to like ad lib and incorporate it into the play and some like everything that could go wrong on opening night will always go wrong. Like that's what I feel like when it comes to live theater. So I think that something's gonna go wrong. I could see that. And they're gonna have to figure out a way to ad lib and incorporate it into the play once everything hits the fan. But you guys definitely think they're gonna stick to the original. Script. Oh yeah, everyone. If oh not, yeah. If not, then just Simon. Okay. Okay, because at that point he's like, he was he does have a point. Like for three months, you've to, like you told us how important it was to have our voices heard to do this play to be a part of something bigger. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you know the PTA, <coughs> the big bad PTA comes, you're changing everything up. You're taking away the heart of the show, and then my and my family is crumbling too. Like I have issues. I like Simon preached. I really just have <laughs> issues right now, and this is not helping. You're folding. What happened to Lou? What happened to the, you know, the crusader mm-hmm. for the yeah. show? Where is he at? Because I don't see him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if anybody's going to change something, it's going to be Simon. Do you think that Macius is still going to show up to the play? Yes. He has to. I mean, he's leaving soon. We don't Except know. Except finale, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if anyone Season isn't going to show up to the play, who is not showing up to the play? Because we have Coach, we have Gwen's mom, we have Lilette's mom. Like, can you imagine all the parents being there? Like, what happens if Gwen's mom, Coach, Lilette's mom are there at the <laughs> yes. same time? Like, what kind of drama is going to go down? That's an episode of itself. Yeah. I feel if Simon's parent, if Simon's, Simon's dad, parent. if Simon's dad shows up and then Simon does what he's going to do, he's going to walk out, like, during the show, like, and not give they're gonna, anything oh. about it. So you don't think there's a single person who's not going to show up to the play? I feel like... I can't think of anybody who wouldn't be there. That's that's what the tough part is. Like I can't Me imagine either. anybody not being okay, there. Okay, so we all agree that everyone who unless it's like some, was meant to be there should be there and will be there. Unless yes. it's like some um, actor in it, like minor character. Yeah, isn't there, and they have to like find a fill in. Oh. That's where Gordy comes in. <laughs> oh, and yes. comes in. Yes. yes, actually, interesting. Yeah, I wonder. Like, I wonder if on opening night any of the characters are going to be gone or like anything like that's going to happen. Do you think Macius's mom is going to come to the play? That would be interesting. I just want her and Gail to meet. Like I really do. I don't know why I want it so badly, but I just want Gail and Macius's mom to meet. And I just want to have a meeting of the minds. Yeah. And just to see what's up. That would be a really beautiful uh, reunion. Uh, And what about the football players? (laughs) 
They might. I mean, the whole school. They won you. They won. He won you a game. So I mean, they, he got you to playoffs. Okay, come, come show up. Show so out. everyone's showing up. Reactions predominantly good, other yes. than the parents. If they do it the way the show is meant to be, yeah. then yes. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, we know that's going to be moved. Like, I feel like if they do it, we don't. But if they do it the way the show is meant, mm-hmm. there's, they won't, there won't be a dry eye in the house. But there won't be a second night or a third night of that play. <laughs> that's but why they too. But personally, if you're going to go out in flames, do it big or don't do it at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. We'll do the pirate show the next night. <laughs> Any other predictions, by the way? Anything else? I think that covers it for me. Let us know your predictions in the comment section below. We want to hear from you. What do you think is going to happen in next week's episode? Do you think the play is going to go well? And do you think they're going to stick to the original script? Let us know. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to YouTube uh, and subscribe to AfterBuzz TV Dramas. And also... uh, Follow AfterBuzz TV on Instagram and Twitter at AfterBuzz TV because that way you can find a bunch of cool content, uh, see what our hosts are up to, see what kind of shows we're producing, and uh, you know share your thoughts about your opinions on your favorite TV shows uh, because we definitely like to engage with you on social platforms. And uh, before we leave, uh, what are your final thoughts? One of my favorite episodes. <laughs> okay, very cool. What about you? Was it up there? It, I, it actually was. I it, loved everything about this episode. There was, I mean, obviously I have things I didn't like, but overall, as an episode goes, like, before finale, it was awesome. Yeah, I liked it. I, I definitely thought it was great. It tied everything up. Uh, the one thing that I noticed is nothing new was introduced, but we did get a lot of answers mm-hmm. to things that we wanted to know. So that's good. <laughs> like, yeah. They stopped, like, reintroducing new problems. Um, but, yeah, with that being said, we are so excited and looking forward to next week's episode. Uh, Taylor Gates is going to be returning with us, and so is Justin Gang, who you can find on Insta at It's Your Boy Jay Yang. And where can the lovely people find you, Becca? You all can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BeccaBTalksTV and hashtag RenewRise. <laughs> yes! Hey. Renew what? Uh, renew rise. There it is. I have phonetics correctly. Okay. Hey, guys, you can find me at Jones on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me tomorrow at 8 p.m. on Deception. We have one of the writers joining us. Figure out who it is. Tune in at 8 p.m. Awesome. Sounds cool. And hey, I'm your host, Mina Wahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. And also catch me on this cool new National Geographic show called Genius Picasso. Uh, we go live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. So make sure, or every Tuesday at 7 p.m. So make sure to find us there. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.